I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Well, hello, Miss Deva. How are you? Hello. I am great. I am cold, but I'm sure you're colder. Cold. You don't know what cold <laughs> is, young no. lady. <laughs> I think I think I do. As a Texan, I can claim my my coldness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but well, I'm just going back for the north. As I recall, no, it's, I'm not a Texan, and uh, I've never been one. Although, you know, there are two types of people in this world, Texans and those who wish they were. Yeah, yeah, there's something we agree on. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the times that I've been there in the winter, and uh, unfortunately, it was around this time, uh, gosh, 10 years ago, 11, maybe longer, when I was there for my my brother, lived in uh, uh, Fort Worth, and he passed away, and I had Mm -hmm. to go down there and do stuff. And and it was just, you know, January. And it wasn't so much that it was cold because I'm used to the cold. Our temperatures here are in the minuses, so it's not a big yeah. deal. But the ice there hmm. on the highways, on the roads, and although uh, in Colorado we get plenty of snow, I don't mind driving in the snow because mm-hmm. you can drive that. You can uh, you know, uh, do this and that, don't do this and don't do that. Uh, but with ice, you're stuck. You're, you're, well, mm-hmm. you're not stuck. You're going to be uh, skating all over the place, you know, so it's a a lot riskier to do that. So whatever you do in the next uh, few days, maybe the next month or so, I don't know how long this will last, but uh, you'll be safe out there. Thank you. Today we do have uh, a bunch of ice. My my husband just drove to work and told me that there were three different car accidents. So y'all be thinking about all of them, but I'm just surprised that you don't have as much ice as, you know, do you have problems with ice up there? Or? We we do it, uh, but it, it's it's first snow and then it gets packed mm. down and then it becomes ice. But we're we're not good at or we're our people are not anywhere near as good as they were in Germany. When we were in mm. Germany, you the roads and autobahns were clear all the time. You could mm. have eight feet of snow; they were clear because those guys know how wow. to do it. Here, it doesn't happen that way. But uh, but they're not terrible so they put down uh, stuff on the roads uh, uh, gravel mm-hmm. and ice breakers and stuff i don't know what it is uh, <laughs> it gets in your car on your car and then you gotta go wash it and pay for it because it's so ugly but um, <laughs> but it's not terrible and uh you know and almost all people around here especially the old folks know how to drive in it so yeah and and we know not to drive in it too mm-hmm. you know usually the ones that are out there are the people that are new uh, people from california that think that it's cool and then they have a, mm. you know they wreck their car and all that stuff so yeah. it's, uh, but uh, we'll get over it yeah, yeah. And, uh, and i think it's going to warm up in uh, august 
<laughs> you got a little while to go. <laughs> Be patient. In time, even an egg will walk. Patience is a virtue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to get into virtues eventually. Let's get to the topic at hand. Uh, what we want to talk about today is, because we were talking about foundational stuff, what a leader mm -hmm. of character does, the foundations of it. And um, the topic we want to touch on today is a leader of character does his slash her best. Mm-hmm. Now, we may have a little bit of a difference in opinion on what that means. But, uh, you know, back in the day, we grew up, and you've probably heard the term, uh, I was brought up knowing what a, a, the work ethic was. Mm -hmm. I, I knew what it took to get what I needed, what I wanted, and I either did it or I didn't do it. And our, our parents would teach us that stuff, you know, that uh, you're not going to get anything free. Mm -hmm. And with all due respect, nowadays you guys get everything free. Mm, I mean, education—you don't—you don't have to pay for your loans anymore. Uh, I paid <laughs> for my college loan. I don't remember how much it was. I remember finishing out—you know—that last payment. Uh, mm -hmm. It felt so good that I could now eat. Yeah. Okay, wasn't that bad? But uh, <laughs> I was in the Air Force by that time, so it—you know—the Air Force helped me pay for it. So. Yeah. But nonetheless. Does that make does that uh, resonate with you, uh, Deva? That a leader of character does his or her best, and what does that mean in your world? Yeah, um, I might uh, defend one one aspect of that on you know everything being free. Uh, I think maybe nowadays we have a more of a dream that everything might be free. Like there is the idea that you know, all my student loans should be paid off or, or all of this or all of that. Um, but then there are definitely students or, or people who are already working and in the workforce that um, are working hard and don't expect those things to be, to be handed to them um, really. So, so yeah, I think if nowadays, at least my generation, I think that we want to do our best and there's a lot of people that want to work very, very hard, but maybe they don't understand, or maybe the society puts a weird priority of what it is that they need to work hard at. Um, uh, one of the, one of the ideas that I had was this past weekend, I went to an awesome tiny morning little conference and it was uh, for women. And we were talking about uh, it was really cute. There's a lot of older women there with me and they were talking about fashion and dressing up for the day and dressing up for success. And one of the things they really focused on was allowing time for peace and for silence. Um, and they gave a Bible story. It was, um, Mary and Margaret. Um, I think, uh, I'll, I'll correct myself later if that's wrong, but, uh, Mary is peaceful and has, uh, has content with her day and has allowed a lot of time to just sit. And, um, the other character, um, who was, who I've forgotten by this point, um, has a very busy day and picks up the phone and says, uh, Hey, uh, how are you? And the person on the phone says, can you come and so close for my kids? And, and she says, Oh, absolutely. And then she puts it on the phone and she says, well, I guess I have to learn how to sew. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, or, uh, can you take my, my, uh, dad to the doctor? We don't have a car right now. Oh, absolutely. I'll do that four o'clock and I'll, I'll do the groceries at, at four 30, you know? And so the, the difference is, is, uh, reminding us to really be calm and allow time for ourselves. And so, uh, yeah, I think I think that like at least myself, I will work hard, but maybe I will be working hard at cleaning the closet, doing the dishes, going for a run, doing all my homework within the span of two hours instead of uh, prioritizing and valuing uh, what 
needs to be done to be work hard. Like, I mean, did you guys have time off? Did you ever take a break? Is that, is that what you mean by, uh, by working hard? Does that mean just never resting or what do the, you mean? The best never rest. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's profound, isn't it? The, the, <laughs> they, actually, they actually die young, but, um, <laughs> that's, uh, that, that used, there used to be a commercial for that I, mm -hmm. long hundred years ago before you were born. But, uh, and and uh, almost unfortunately, I, I used to have the, uh, I used to accept that as as my my uh, my mantra mantra, if you will, uh, mm -hmm. because I used to tell people that all the time. And, and until I until I realized, like you say, mm -hmm. and you know, it's funny because you're telling me something as a young person to an old guy that I have since become aware of, which is a good thing, you know, continuous learning. But I, I hear it because what you're refer, referring to is uh, serenity. Mm -hmm. And or that's the term that I would use, and there's huge value in that, especially in the world that we live in, especially the world that you live in. I think because I'm mm -hmm. retired, I don't, I don't even have a job. You know, I'm, I'm jobless, so, uh, but that's okay. But um, <laughs> I tell you where it, where I gain, where I get that from, has, has to do with spirituality to to begin with, and I, mm -hmm. I think you evolve in that uh, a lot of times, and it does that doesn't mean time, that means in maybe an experience and understanding, but. Seren uh, serenity surrounds me in, in, when it snows mm -hmm. and it snows a lot. We were just talking about that beautiful transition. We didn't intend yeah. to do that, but that, that worked out. <laughs> that, that's a spiritual thing. But because uh, uh, I'm up at three, normally around three o'clock in the morning and I take out, I have two dogs. Like we just got a puppy and, uh, and an older two-year-old is uh, her brother. Uh, so I take them out at uh, three, three fifteen whenever I get up uh, to go to the bathroom and they go outside, you know, and I got a big yard and all that stuff. And it, and it's just so serene when it's snowing. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. And, you know, if there's if there are deer or something, they start barking. But usually they're pretty quiet mm -hmm. and they go do their thing and they come right back in. But I take a, a moment or two while I'm uh, waiting for them to enjoy that. That yeah. it, it, there's a there's a I call it a sound when it's snowing, Deva. Mm -hmm. But that sound is really no sound. You can yeah. you can hear the spirit, if you will. Yeah, okay, I'm getting pretty deep, but and I haven't been smoking anything, although it's legal here, <laughs> um, and, and I'm a native, so I can do peyote. But anyway, <laughs> uh, there's value in that. There really is, and you know, and there's in fact, I, I just read a couple of books about how important it is to take those few minutes, uh, that, those few moments, early in the morning to to get to gain your perspective that will be affected, I'll say, by all the stuff that bombards you. It won't take mm -hmm. long before stuff starts happening, and then now you're on your own. But uh, but I think there's there's value in that, uh, in taking that time to be alone. To we'll, Eventually, we'll talk about purpose and values and all that stuff, to consider those things, because uh, that, that's a good start to your day. And especially, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think uh, the the... the there's value in making it habitual. Yeah. The first thing I do, I pray. The first thing I do, I give gratitude. Well, okay, you gotta go pee when you gotta go pee. But <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if young girls do that. But us old guys, we gotta. No, do never. Of okay. So anyway, <laughs> um, well, I've never been one. Anyway, uh, there's value in finding yourself, finding your spirit before you do 
what we're talking about is your best. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I guess we'll agree or we'll learn from each other on this one. Yeah, I think people have different levels of capacity for that. And maybe we could wish that, you know, everyone should be super hardworking and, and uh, you know, have every minute of their day from 3 a.m., like you said, until, you know, 8 or 9 when it's reasonable to go to bed, uh, filled with purpose and and something to do. But I, I do think, um, you know, maybe what it means to do your best is relative and you're at the stage you're in, maybe you're, you know, 13, 14 years old and you're going to school and then you come home and relax with your family. Like that is, you know, maybe that's your best or maybe you're Chief Vasquez and you can be absolutely insane and crazy and wake up at three. And ruggedly morning, handsome. But... No, oh, there's only yeah. one. There's only one. <laughs> you, nobody else can do that best. Oh, I have a plaque that says that. Uh, <laughs> well, and, and here's the deal, I think. Uh, and again, this probably has to do with character. Although character is something you are, but you have to practice those things. And that's really what we're talking mm -hmm. about. What does that mean to do your best? But, and I, I always told the, my cadets when I was at the Air Force Academy, those 20 minutes that you're doing that, give it 100%. Mm -hmm. My war cry for several years has been all in. Give yeah. that whatever you're doing, like what, what we're doing right now, uh, yeah. this podcast for, for 20 minutes, we're going to give it all we've got and 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 focus on that and not let all of those things that it can interrupt us and you know my dog's outside barking <laughs> or you know having to go to the bathroom or whatever all those things <laughs> you stay focused on these things for 10 15 12 whatever but and again that's a think i think a practice when you practice for the next 10 minutes i'm going to do only this studying you know, mm -hmm. there, there are plenty of, stu of uh, 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 there's plenty of research that will tell you that after 20 minutes, you start to atrophy. Mm -hmm. Don't study, you know, and I don't know if you ladies do this, but us guys, you know, we're at the urinal bragging about, yeah, I studied five hours. <laughs> yeah, uh, I never got up. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's not going to happen, especially old guys. But nonetheless, yeah, so you you learn something for 20 minutes and the other four and a half hours you wasted because you, you were just doing it and weren't even uh, focusing on it. So uh, uh, I think part of doing your best is focus on that. Mm -hmm. uh, you and your relationship with your husband. Maybe it's only 20 minutes this today because you got classes and all that stuff. But those 20 minutes focus on being your best you. Yeah for those 20 minutes with him mm -hmm. for those 20 minutes. And hopefully it's uh, reciprocal and because you, you're not going to have more time, uh, you know, for the rest of the day. I, I you know, I don't know. I don't know. But the, not, but the point really is good. do do your best while you can for those mm -hmm. few moments, give it a hundred percent. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Now, or, I think the best, uh, yeah, the best thing to overcome, I think is a lot of times there are little voices that come into our heads when we're trying to focus for those 20 minutes. And personally, I try to practice 90 because maybe I'm trying to push myself too hard, but I'm listening to a podcast called, uh, Andrew Huberman, Andrew Huberman lab. Um, he's talking about sleep and focus and all those things. And so I've been working on 90 minutes, but reminding myself to take a break after that uh, 90 minutes. And, um, so trying to avoid those voices in your head that say, ah, I'm too tired or, ah, you know, I, I, I'm not smart enough to learn this material or maybe some, everybody else in my class is smarter than I am. So I'm, I'm never going to get it. Might as well just look up the answer. And those are things that everybody thinks, but once you get into the practice of really focusing and doing your best in those extended periods of time, 20 minutes to an hour and a half, you know, um, I think you can really improve on that. Uh, I've got one really, really cool thing I heard, um, 
recently I was listening to a podcast and David Goggins was a, a guest on the podcast. Uh, he is a amazing ultra marathon triathlete, uh, motivational speaker, uh, wrote some really good books and he's talking about mental aid stations. So he's known for never stopping and continuing this endurance pathway of being the absolute best you can physically, mentally, maybe he's taking an ice bath, maybe he's doing something else crazy that, you know, none of us really that want is crazy. to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but he says in that, uh, the question from the, from the podcast host was, well, do you ever take any rest? Do you ever just stop for a minute? Are you allowed to, with all these people looking at you with their intense eyes, seeing your every move? And he says, uh, you know, when I'm in the shower, mental aid station. I think about nothing when I'm eating mental aid station. I don't, I don't think about anything. And, uh, so, you know, if you want to be crazy, like chief Vasquez and wake up at 3am and try and really do your best and live the fullest you can every single day. Uh, I think at least having those mental aid stations is a really good idea. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, and you break it up, you know, you don't again, 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm a musician by trade. So, uh, you know, I practiced a lot when I was uh, playing and and still when, when I practice, I may uh, go in thinking I want to practice for a half hour, but I'm only going to do it in, in uh, I'm going to do it in two chunks, 15 minutes. I'm going to take a two minute break, clear my head, my, my mind, my brain, uh, get some different music on and do something different because you know, that works. But the whole chunk was a half hour or 90 minutes, but you break it up a little bit because the mind isn't going to work. You know, again, it's going to atrophy. So you can do that. And same thing with rest. You know, I'm I'm in bed, I'm asleep, snoring. Deb says I snore. I don't believe it. I've never stayed up late enough to find out. But I'm snoring by nine o'clock p.m. <laughs> and, I, and, that, and I can only sleep six hours because my back starts to hurt mm. after that. So I'm up at three. And I'm ready to go. And the dogs helping. They got their that biological clock, I guess. They know when yeah. it's three o'clock. Hey, buddy, take take us out. We gotta, you know, they they come in with their legs crossed because they gotta go pee and all that. So, uh, <laughs> uh, it, but but yeah, you you do need rest, enough rest, whatever that may be. And I think, you know, uh, whoever said it was eight hours, well, okay, whatever. But I don't trust people that are experts because they only know <laughs> one thing. But uh, you know, you know the real amount of time you need to sleep. Hmm. five more minutes <laughs> yeah always five more always no matter always. what yeah but um but anyway and, and what you're talking about i think and what goggins is talking about because he has like, huge amounts of it is discipline mm -hmm. you, you you set your time you you and with character i think the discipline is in virtues like you know we we both have the the air force background so integrity doing what's mm -hmm. right. I, I I will not lie. That's yeah. a tough one. Can be a tough one. I get in trouble for that because people will come up with their uh, little babies, you know, uh, newborns. <laughs> and say, Look, chief, isn't she beautiful? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's ugly. It looks like a little monkey. A it's place ugly. For all, the truth. all newborns are. <laughs> yeah. You want me to be having integrity? I'm going to tell you the Aww. truth. So get over it. Um, a difference of opinions. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe but, it's uh, gender. Yeah, but uh, but nonetheless, I think in character development, the discipline is in those virtues. Yeah. Most of the time, as much as I can, I'm not going to lie, especially about stuff like stealing and things like that. Uh, I'm going to be uh, uh, 
in fact, we should talk about humility and gratefulness. So that, yeah. So those are two things, I think, two good virtues that I'm grateful for what I have. And and I'm humble. I don't go walk around telling people, you know, it's a check this out. Like you're ruggedly handsome. <laughs> hey, 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 I have a plaque. I told you I have I a know. plaque. I know. It's somebody else start that. It, somebody so. else did it. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but, <laughs> uh, but, but I think we agree, uh, Deva, that doing your best is foundational to being a good a, a person of character and especially as a leader a leader of character because your uh, your followers are going to not necessarily do what you say but they will always do what you do mhm you got to be careful let's let's focus on something a little bit different next time absolutely have a good week bye Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.